the number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Welcome to another segment of UCW Radio, and this is your host, Lou, a.k.a. Falcon Co. Paris. And I want to thank all of our listeners for their continued support just by listening to the show and supporting not only the show, but our guests that come on the show. Uh, they do take time out of their lives to uh, come on the show and tell us all about themselves. Now, today on the show, we're going to have a woman that is paving the way for female DJs around the world. She's an international sensation with a new CD being dropped in the coming months. Uh, but still, amazingly, she remains very humble. And that is partly what will make her great. Now, before we bring her on, uh, I want to give you some information. Uh, our listeners can actually call in, and when the show is live, if we're not live, you can still call in and leave uh, a question, comments for our guest. The call in number is 323 215 1446. That is 323 215 1446. And uh, again, as I said, even if the show is uh, over, and it's the middle of the night, and you just have a question for one of our guests, just call on in and leave that message. And if it's interesting enough, then uh, we'll uh, try to make it part of the show. Uh, also, if you are on Twitter, you can do the same there. You can send me a tweet. Shoot me out some questions, some comments for our guest, uh, and we'll try to read them off while, we're, uh, while we have them uh, available. And my Twitter name is Luis Velasquez. That's L-O-U-I-S. V-E-L-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. Follow me and ask away. Now, uh, and you can also uh, find me on Facebook, by the way. Uh, now, without further ado, and wait a second, you can also find me on MySpace and all these other social networks. Now, let's continue. Uh, without further ado, let's patch in one of the most sought-after female DJs out there today. From coast to coast and continent to continent. Here is the one and only DJ Nicola. Nicola, welcome to UCW Radio. I want to thank you in advance for taking time out for us today, especially on a Friday. I know this uh, is a busy time for you. Thanks. No, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, awesome. Uh, we all we always appreciate the time our guests put aside for UCW. Um, now, Nicola, you are a highly recognizable name on the club scene in Washington, Washington D.C., uh, and you've been gaining worldwide recognition for your DJ skills. Uh, you know, you you're on on a global scale. Your, um, I, I guess, your uh, attraction is just, or is just growing and growing. People want to bring you in. Uh, you performed in Italy, Spain, Switzerland, Germany, and the list goes on and on and on. In short, you know, you've gone global. Period. The end. And I think our listeners would probably like to know how did a girl that grew up in New York and that was educated in Virginia wind up being an international DJ? Why don't you tell us how? How'd you do it? What, well, it wasn't easy. Um, I definitely uh, had to put some work into it on my part. I I spent some time, I actually lived overseas for three years, and I lived in Germany, okay. and then I also went to school um, for a semester in Italy. 
And so that kind of helped. So I kind of was, you know, I was familiar with, with Europe. I can speak a little bit of, you know, some other languages, not fluently, but I can, you know, I can have conversation. Um, I've gained a lot of friends over there. And um, once my DJ career started taking off here in America, I um, went back overseas and, you know, visited all the people that I knew. I networked, and I kind of sponsored myself on my own little mini tour and got my music out there. And after that, you know, people started responding. They liked my music, and then they started bringing me out themselves afterwards. Oh, that's interesting. So you you were a self-made international sensation because, I mean, you did your own thing. You promoted yourself. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. I, I I like hearing stuff like that. That's great. Uh, you did you learn the basics when you were in New York? You were at New York Scratch Academy, right? Yep. That's, yeah. That's where I learned how to how to do what I'm doing. Oh, and have that. Where I mean, when you when you decided to go there, what was it? Something you uh, you wanted to do, and you you decided to go there. How, how was that experience at the Scratch Academy? Well, it was great. Actually, my, um, I kind of had a little bit more of a history with music before DJing, and I've always loved music because my family, you know, I grew up with my father playing the guitar, my mother, she, she was one of the uh, most recognized female guitarists in New York City for a while, back in the 80s and 90s. Oh, wow. And um, because of that, I knew I had a place in music as well, and I tried it. I tried with rock bands, I tried singing, got kicked out of a bunch of, like, you know, bands because I don't have the best singing voice. <laughs> But once I moved to but, Europe, I found my passion was with electronic music. Oh, that's and that's where I was like, wow. The electronic music and discos, that's where I, I knew that that's where I belonged. Um, and then my whole venture into that was I actually got to meet um, Christopher Lawrence, was one of my, uh, back in the day I was really into trance, and he was a, kind of a mentor for me. And he told me that if I wanted to learn about production or, or you know, creating music, like, you know, electronic music, I need to start with DJing. And as soon as he said that, that's when I jumped into Scratch Academy. I was like, all right, this guy knows what he's talking about. This is what I'm going to do. Oh, that, that's... So I did. I went to Scratch Academy, yeah. And they taught me how, how to do it. And I, at first, I thought it was not going to be something I was too interested in. And once I went there, they taught me what to do. It changed my life. I was like, wow, this is great. This is what I love. This is amazing. <laughs> but the, the key thing happened there. And this is a key thing that all our listeners should hear. You actually listened when someone that knew what they were talking about gave you advice. Exactly, yeah. And I think that's important because if someone has been there and done that, yeah, it's always a good idea to, to, to see the path they, they took and take their advice at times because, it you know, look at you now. Um, so you, you, went, you went to the Scratch Academy, you did that, and then you started going and, and performing. Now, my big question, and I, and I know you hear this or, you, or you're asked this question all the time, but really, how did it feel when you did your first gig? <laughs> well, I was lucky, my first gig. Um, I, was, I was back in Richmond, I was still finishing up college, and... I have I had the greatest like hugest group of, of, of supporters of friends. Everybody knew that I was into music. They knew what I was doing. I had a friend that was a promoter in Richmond, and he organized a big party. And he said, "Hey, you're going to be our DJ. You know how to DJ now, so you're going to do it." And I was really lucky for my first gig because I had all my friends and all like everybody I knew, everybody that loved me was there, and I was horrible. Uh. <laughs> I was I was sitting there. I was playing trance music. I was like nobody <laughs> knew what trance music but back in Richmond was over there and but all of my friends they would they just they were like, Yeah, you're the best, you're the best <laughs> And then when you turned your back they started talking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're talking, Who knows? Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. They were talking all types of smack, but but that's yeah. but, but hey, but at least you got that out of your system <laughs> in front of your yeah, friends. Yeah, exactly. And stuff. Yeah, not not in front of a uh, a crowd that didn't know you, because that would probably that probably would have killed your spirit at that moment. Just people not moving or supporting you. Um, usually, yeah. Yeah. You know, the first time out with anything, whether it's music singing, playing the piano, whether you're a fighter, you're going out there, whatever it may be, the, that that first experience stays with you forever. So uh, it's good that you had a good one, and that's uh, good for you. Um, now, Nicola, you not only travel overseas, but you actually do some big events uh, throughout the United States as well. Uh, what have you done? Um, I've done, I've done some, uh, most of my work has been here in D.C. I've done some work in New York. Um, now I work with Mike Estiman, and he has been, um, getting me gigs nationwide. Um, I would say probably... Mike, Mike Estiman, he is, he's, he's great. Oh, he's amazing. He's yeah, great. he's, he's so great. Yeah, we had him, we had him, the guy, yeah. Yeah, we had him on the show, uh, recently, and I gave him a name. I call him the ultimate celebrity... Um, Booker. So he he he, he <laughs> liked that. He thought he was gonna he thought he was gonna get into the wrestling ring. I said no, not today, Mike. But uh, we'll talk about it another time. But he's he's good. He's he's a good person to align with, without a doubt. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so. I mean, I'm so honored to be working with him. He's the best here. You know, so it's a it's a great great match. Yeah, because he's from your neck of the woods as well. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's right down the road, pretty much, Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's a good guy, and he's done a lot of great things. But guess what? This uh, this show is not about him; it's about you. So we're not going to talk about Mike anymore. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, can't talk about you anymore. But anyway, next topic. Um, so uh, you've been you you've traveled. You've done Miami. You've done uh, Washington. You've done New York. Uh, what what else have you done? Have you done L.A.? Uh, no, no, I'm working on it. I've basically I'm stuck on the East Coast. Um, yeah, I've done Miami. I've done the Winter Music Conference. I've done um, I've done some places out in Baltimore. I've done some some big clubs out in New York. Um, I've done some you know fashion shows, and of course I've done everything here in DC. Um, it's been it's been a ride. It's been you know, I'm really I'm really lucky to to do some of these things that I'm doing, um, and it's great. I love my job. Yeah, no, it's it's always fantastic to do something you love to do because guess what. It's really not work at that point. Exactly. You know, you're, you're enjoying what you're doing. You're bringing pleasure to other people, and that that's fantastic. Now, I'm going to ask you um, a question that's going to put you on the spot. But who would you say was some of your favorite artists to work with? I would say I um without offend without offending anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've I've gotten to work with a lot of great different people. Um, of course, my, my passion is electronic music, but I play everything, so I've gotten to work with people like uh, Meta DeJong, I've gotten to work with um, Steve Aoki, uh, DJ, DJ AM, I think. Steve Aoki was probably the craziest guy I've worked with. He was just a little... He was nuts <laughs> on, the, on the turntables, but that was a really fun experience. And then um, and then playing with uh, Meta DeJong um, at Fur Night Club, um, that was great. He had such he had such a, an ambiance, like people, like he played a lot of progressive trance music and this was getting people crazy. Robbie Rivera, one of my favorites, he was definitely somebody that was unforgettable to work with. Um, and then, of course, all of my favorite, you know, local, my, my local people, Magi, um, they're, they're amazing. DJ the Bruce, um, 
you know, Ross Lara. I mean, I can go on and on. I've got so many people that really inspired me. Well, that, that's great, as long as you have those people that did inspire you. But we're not going to talk about them all day, because then we'll be on the phone for like hours and hours and hours yeah. tomorrow. And you, you have to work tonight, and we just don't have the time. Uh, so no offense to anyone. Uh, so anyway, okay. next question. Uh, I know, uh, although you are a very accomplished uh, international DJ, uh, there's a tad bit more to you that people may be interested in hearing. Um, let's talk about your charity work. Uh, what, what are you doing with charity? I always, I try and dedicate, um, at least one, you know, one gig a month or, or maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit more, like a few days a month to doing something for, um, charities helping children learn about music mm -hmm. or giving people that don't have opportunity, you know, don't have the funds to, to learn about, um, you know, the arts and, and uh, I usually try and pick out local charities or even, you know, international charities. As I've been doing a lot more travel around the world, I've been finding other organizations that really touch my heart. And, you know, with this kind of job, you really have a lot of influence with people. You, know, you can bring people together. You can raise money. Mm -hmm. And I, I really want to, you know, help other people as well as, as helping myself because mm -hmm. I just think everybody should do that. It just makes the world a better place. Oh, but without a doubt, you know, music is a powerful, powerful thing. It's a powerful tool where, yeah, you can use it to unite people. You can use it to do good in the world. And it's good to hear that you're doing that stuff because, uh, you know, you have, you know, some people that are in music that are just in it and they're not giving anything back. And you are actually giving things back now. Now, what's going to happen when you are even, when your, your career skyrockets? You know, you're going to that's, be able, yeah. That's the part of my motivation of, of, of getting to the next level is because I don't want to just do this. I don't really care about fame or I just, I really want to do better. You know, I, I feel like people that have opportunity can make a difference. And that's one of my main goals of, of becoming successful is that I want to I really, there's a lot of things that I have, you know, in, in the plans to do for the organization, for the people, for the environment, just for a bunch of things. And that's something I'm really, that really motivates me. You see, and a lot of people would never know that if they weren't listening to this show. And uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that's why I love doing this, because it allows, you know, our guests to come on and really, you know, get into some, some things that normally they don't have the opportunity to do. And uh, I'm glad that we're able to do that, because, uh, I mean, I think that, you know, yeah, you're, you're doing, uh, you're a DJ, and this is what you do, but there's something deeper there. And uh, I, I think that people can, can actually understand and they can, they can kind of put themselves in your position and say, wow, you know, uh, if she's doing that, I can do that. I can do something too. Uh, you know, you're, you're in a world that is dominated, for, for the most part, dominated by males. Uh, and you are in there and you're, you're, as I said, your career is gradually moving up and you are going to skyrocket and that's where you're headed now what advice or what what uh, guidance would you give to someone a female that wanted to jump into the DJ game you know how, what would you tell them I would say the biggest thing um, that will control your success is your ambition and your drive because this is not an easy field, um, and also your, you know, your motivation and staying healthy. I've never done any drugs. I never will, and 
um, you know, I, I always try and, and keep, you know, a, a good career-focused brain whenever I head into these kind of situations. And all of that is, I think, is really important for becoming successful. Um, and there's going to be a lot of times where you're going to be like, wow, this, you know, this is just never going to happen, you know, where people will, will talk about you or they'll walk all over you, but you just have to get back up and just keep doing it. And that's, that's how people become successful. They just don't give up. Yeah, when in your business especially, it's not it's not uh, easy. It's not just getting up saying, "Okay, I'm going to DJ today and give me my uh, my uh, my turntables, my this, my that." Then all of a sudden, you're a big star. No, it takes a lot of work, and people, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. It's not just getting up and doing it. There's a lot involved. Yeah. Yeah, and and you. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, and you've done a lot of that stuff. So, you know, especially as I said. You know, in the DJ world, it's uh, dominated for the most part by males, and you are you along with some other um, high-end uh, female DJs are paving the way for other females to come in. You know, it's funny. I went to a restaurant not too long ago, and I, I guess at a certain time, it it turns into uh, a club, and uh, this girl walks in. And I, I mean, they had the DJ equipment and everything. I, I didn't think anything of it. She walks in, and she is the DJ. I said, "Oh wow, that's 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 interesting." I, I didn't expect it. It kind of like threw me back. But it's it's good to see that because now you know, uh, with with the help of a DJ like yourself, there's there's uh, I guess openings that that will start happening. And a lot more, hopefully, a lot more female DJs, or females will become DJs in order to uh, fill the gaps. And that's just my view. <laughs> that's my view. But they're, they're not going to compete with you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, no, it's great. I know. I always encourage any of my friends. I have a lot of um, friends that are DJs that are females, even the males. I really, I never, I always feel like uh, competition is out. I don't feel any, you know, competition. I feel like we should all help each other. If we all have goals, I think it's better to help each other than to feel, you know, that, oh, I have to compete with this person. So I encourage anyone that has any passion. I would definitely, you know, I have people that help me. I have interns that are working to become DJs as well. And I'm a very, you know, big enthusiast. So please, you know, do it. Do what you want. You know, I mean, we all have something to offer. That's awesome. See, you are humble. And that is fantastic. Now, let's go on to the next topic, and that is your CD. You have a CD that's going to be coming out shortly, though, or that you're working on. Uh, let's get into that. Uh, what's going on with your new CD? Yes, yes, I'm really excited about that. And it keeps getting pushed back because I have a lot of things that keep popping up, like these, these trips, and, mm -hmm. and like the DJing career is taken off, and it's kind of put, pushed back my production career a little bit, but this is a big priority for me because this is my own creation that I actually sit down and I take the time and I make the music that I love. And um, this is, it's basically a, a compilation of, of my life and my experiences in, in beats and sounds. And um, I'm, I'm looking at hopefully getting this finished by the end of the year, at least, you know, at least my end of it and then getting it mastered, um, you know, after, after January. Okay. But it's it's great. I'm really excited about getting this thing finished. <laughs> oh, no, that, that sounds awesome. And that's something that will be available at uh, Barnes & Noble and Amazon and all those other locations, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have um, – I'll have all the information up on my website. Um, I'm working with a couple – I've got a couple different labels that are working with me to possibly get this thing launched. Um, so depending on which one I go with, is gonna you know, it'll either be like on Beatport or iTunes or then the album itself could be purchased on Amazon and things like that. Oh, okay, cool, cool. 
Cool, that's great. Now, you're going to have that information on your website. So uh, what is your website so our listeners can follow your career? Uh, my website is www.djnikola.com, and that's N-E-E-K-O-L-A. Okay, awesome. And do you have a MySpace page as well? So, you know, because I know a lot of a lot of our listeners, they may want to go to your MySpace, Facebook. They may want to send you a message, say, "Hey, Nicola, how you doing? You know, you're fantastic," <laughs> and then and just follow your career because as I said earlier, and I'm going to sound redundant, they're going to follow your career as it skyrockets because as you mentioned, DJ AM uh, earlier on. Uh, I think that, you know, your name is going to be up there shortly. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, I have my face. I have a Facebook. I have everything. It's all um, available there. Once you go on my website, there's links to it. Now, in my space, I'm actually working on getting it updated. Um, it's, you know, ever since Facebook took over, I've been kind of on that every day. Okay. But um, I'm, I'm going to have some assistance in getting that updated. So I'll have my new music up. I'll have new photos, new information, my gig list. Right now, it's a little out of date, but I'm also on Twitter. I'm on um, I'm on Facebook 24 seven. Well, what's your official uh, Twitter name? So that because uh, I know a lot of times with Twitter, you have all these you know you have people that have all these uh, these fake things that come up. What's your official one? It's DJ D E E J A Y um, underscore Nicola. Okay. Okay. Great. Now everyone heard that, and follow her. Follow her because her career is going to the moon. Um, now, uh, let me ask you this: um, You are you've been performing, you know, uh, in Washington D.C. Okay. So what I want to do is uh, I want you to talk about the venues that you're performing uh, in over there, and give some information so that. You know, any listeners that want to see you in the Washington, D.C. area, that they can stop by and see you when you're performing. Great. Yeah, that would be great. Thanks. I have a couple of regular spots where I'll be DJing. Um, I usually try and switch things up a bit. I don't like to stay somewhere on a weekly basis. So, But the normal spots that you can find me is L2 Lounge, and that's in Georgetown. That's the uh, members-only club. But if you send me a message, I can get you on the list. <laughs> oh, wow. And, um... Then also Stir Lounge, I'm going to start something there on Monday nights with DC's Fabulous Magazine. Um, that's going to start on the second Monday of September. And other than that, um, you can you can catch me at the W Hotel. You can catch me um, at the Donovan. Um, I'm all over DC. Whenever there's like a special event, usually usually I'm there. Um, it changes it changes so much, but I always have my gig list updated on my website, so you can find me at whatever spot. Okay. On that website. So, so no matter what, it's on your website. So guys, you're listening to this, go see DJ Nicola. Go check her out. She is the jam. Um, and now, is there anything else that's going on in with your career that you want to go over? Um, yeah, I have I have some great people that have really been helping me out. Um, I don't know if if y'all have gone to my website or my Facebook or whatever. You notice I've got some really great pictures, and that's. Thanks. Um, I'm really grateful for Tim Coburn Photography and James Cornwell Styling. Um, without their help, I wouldn't have looked as fabulous as I do on those photos. Okay. <laughs> and also, I have great support with the Aida Collection. I'm always wearing her clothing. She always dresses me up um, whenever I go to my gigs. And um, IKY as well. Um, I, I'm a big supporter of them. They always give me some great clothes to wear. Okay, and uh, about it right now. <laughs> and Mike Esterman, one more time. <laughs> of course, Mike Esterman, definitely. 
definitely. That's who you gotta contact for bookings. That's that's who gets me uh, into all the all these great places. So if you need me for a gig, I will rock it out. Just get in touch with him, and he'll set it all up for us. Yeah, because you can you can go to Mike Estimate's site. That's estimate.com. Just go there, and you can book her. Just everything. Just go on the site and just click your thing. You can book DJ Nicola, and she'll uh, I mean she'll blow the roof off of your your venue. Without a doubt, uh, Nicola, I have to thank you. I know it's Friday again. You, you have things going on. Uh, you took time. I appreciate it. This was a great interview. There's a great talk, more of a talk than an interview uh, that we had today. Um, I know uh, you have to prepare to perform, but I really appreciate your time. And I love, I love to have you back on the show when your CD is dropped. If that's okay with you. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, certainly. Excellent. All right, Nicola, thank you so much. You have yourself a great weekend, and go do your stuff and keep inspiring people because your career is just gradually going up, and you're going to go right to the moon. You're going to be like a little rocket. Poof. And then, <laughs> and then you're going to say, Lou who? That's what's going to happen. Lou who? What? Where? Why? I know. I know how it works. <laughs> oh, no, never, never. I'm not like that. <laughs> All right. It sounds good. You enjoy your weekend, and I'll speak to you soon, okay? Thank you so much. You okay. too. Okay, bye-bye. What is your major motherfucking... All that will be written. All that will be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.